It's Katie here and you're listening to episode 7 of Teach On, Teach Strong. This is a podcast for personal development just for teachers and I'm talking to you as someone who is still in the classroom full time so I know what works, I know what struggles we have and I know how to put them into action. So I'm hopeful that by sharing this with you we can help our teaching community out through those tougher days of being a teacher. So today's episode is called Fall Back in Love with Teaching. Seek your peak of the week. So if you have been following me for a while, you'll know that last school year I gave myself a goal of focusing on the good. And this really was just a result of having a particularly tough year at school. And I just felt myself getting so overwhelmed with just negativity And I wanted to remind myself of my calling to be a teacher and help myself push through the tough days with just a bit more resilience and positivity, you know. So what I decided to do was force myself to get into a habit to focus on the good. And I chose to do this publicly as a bit of accountability pressure, you know. So every Friday evening on Instagram and on Facebook, I posted to a hashtag I came up with called peak of my week. And what I would do is I would share a highlight from my week as a teacher. This was actually a really amazing experience for me and got me into a very positive and powerful habit because what happened was I was finding myself looking for the very best moments of the week. And then when I thought I have a good one there, I was actually looking to top it (laughs) for the rest of the week. I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find something even better because I knew I was sharing it on Instagram with other people. So I knew other people would see it as well. And even on those weeks where I was having a particularly hard time, and there were quite a lot of them for me last year, I would always strive to find something good to share. And you know what? No matter how bleak I felt the week went, I did always find something to share, which proves that teaching really is amazing. And every single week there is something to be thankful for, but we do have to look out for it. It's so easy to get fixated on the negative, but we have to train ourselves to look for the good and remember those good moments because they are there, I promise you. And if you look for them, you will find them. So I thought what might be quite a nice thing to do in this episode is to share a few of my favorite peaks from last year with you, just to give you an idea of what sort of things I was looking for if you want to do this as well. Okay, there was one week where it was snowing a little bit in London for the first time in years. And it really was just a little bit. I mean, it wasn't sticking or anything. Let's not get too crazy. Global warming has definitely hit us over here. We haven't had decent snow, especially in the south of England, for a very long time. So you can imagine how excited everybody was. We were all like, oh my God, there's snow. (laughs) Because it's so rare these days. Um, So anyway, it was snowing. And as you can imagine, it was a distraction in the lesson because kids just wanted to look out the window all day long. But after one of my lessons, it was a lesson just before our break time, and after I dismissed everyone, a few of my students just hung around for a bit, Um, and I was just gazing out the window, just sort of admiring the beautiful snowflakes, and I just started chatting to my students. And then before we knew it, we'd engrossed ourselves into this conversation for the whole of break time while we were just reminiscing on some of our fun memories of the snow and we were just talking about experiences we remember and the good times we had. Now, 
that might seem really like small and like nothing to some people but for me and I even when I think back about it now it still brings the same feeling of just kind of I don't know how to describe it you know when you just feel cozy and warm and fuzzy inside that's how I felt because those kids could have gone off to enjoy their break to get some food I mean we know how much priority that is for our kids especially teenagers let me tell you that's all they want to do get out so they can get to the canteen first but they chose to spend that time talking to their teacher (laughs) which remember I'm dealing with teenagers here but they chose to spend their break time with their teacher hanging out and having a chat and it was all because of the snow and that was just a really nice feeling and I guarantee I guarantee if I had not recorded that as one of my peaks of the week, I would have forgotten about that memory. And it makes me sad wondering just how many beautiful moments that happened in teaching over my career that I have just forgotten about. So there's something to be said for keeping a record of these special moments. However you want to do it, whether you want to keep it private in a journal for yourself or whether you want to take part in a peak of my week and do it publicly... I encourage you to really think about this because you'll be amazed at the power it can have. I have a couple more memories. Let's see. There was one, actually there was a couple of times which seemed to be a common theme I was noticing where I seemed to be hosting these impromptu parties in my classroom after hours with colleagues, I might add. So sort of teacher parties, which were so much fun. I mean, I don't know how it happened. It just people just we just kind of met paths and it was just in my room we're just having a chat and before we knew it it, we'd been there for hours I had music on in the background we even had little marking parties that we'd get our books and just start marking together and it's actually really nice like you know when you just stop for a moment look around and go this is actually quite a nice experience this is really cool I'm hanging out I'm with my friends I'm still getting work done at the same time which You know how I feel about that. I do like to just sort of knuckle down and get on with things when I'm at school so I don't have to take as much home. But it was just a lovely feeling. And that's what it is really, isn't it? We're recording our positive feelings that we get being a teacher. And then, let's see, I had just hearing the really positive comments that students say about my classroom is really nice as well. Like I do do notice when they sort of come in I've had some gasp they came in and were like oh my god especially after Christmas decorating time that's always a good one and they always come in and go oh it smells so good in here (laughs) because I have air fresheners everywhere I teach teenagers that is a necessity by the way I highly recommend you do that as a side note if you don't already get some plug-in air fresheners makes a world of difference Um, and hearing students actually scream yes when they saw that I was back in school after I've been off sick. How cute is that? When I was in school, I seem to remember I love having a substitute teacher. I was like, yes, don't have to do any proper work today. But hearing some of my students actually happy that I was back was just, oh, makes me feel just, oh, just so uplifting, honestly. And you, you are going through these experiences too. Yours might not be exactly the same as mine, but they're happening, I promise you. We wouldn't keep coming back every day if there weren't these beautiful moments. So keep a record of them because it is really, really powerful, especially when you go back and look back at them. I mean, I'm reliving all these wonderful memories right now by explaining them to you. And I'm feeling just as wonderful as I did while they were happening. And that's the power 
of focusing on the good. It's especially important, I might add, during those low moments when, you know, the daily grind can begin to feel wearing. And on those days where you just think, why am I doing this? This is so hard. I would rather be at home. I want a nice, easy job. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one and you're not the only one. We do think that sometimes because this job is hard. It is. No one's ever saying that it's it's going to be easy, but it's worth it. I'm just repeating episode one now. That was the exact title of episode one, if you want to go back and listen to that one. But it's really powerful when you just look for the good moments. So I encourage you to take on the peak of my week challenge this year. And what would be lovely is if you posted your highlights of your week as a teacher using that hashtag, peak of my week. And if you do, please tag me in your posts so I can see and comment on your journey as well. I want to be a part of it. I want us to be going through this journey together. Okay, that's why I'm here as a teacher doing it. It takes up a lot of my time doing this while I'm teaching. I'm sure you can imagine. I don't have the luxury of sitting at home, being able just to talk about teaching. I'm actually doing it. So what I would really like is if we went through this journey together and if the only way it's going to feel like that is if we're communicating. So get in contact, especially on Instagram. I'm on there a lot. I'm at Teachers Resource Force. And then we can share each other's journey as we go along together. So hashtag peak of my week, tag me in your posts and I would love to follow you along. However, I understand what everyone wants to put their stuff out there publicly. For a very long time, I was like that too. I still feel a bit nervous sharing so much, but I know that it helps others. So I try and force myself to do it anyway. But If you're not out there on the internet in any way, shape or form, which is absolutely fine, you can do it privately. And here are some things you could do. You could jot down great moments onto a piece of paper and then just pop them into like a little jar or something when something great happens. And it's really nice to just pop open the jar every now and then and read some of those nice memories when you're feeling low. It's just, it's amazing how many fade away if you don't keep a record of them. Another idea you could do is to keep a journal. Now, I have a gratitude journal, which encourages a a different weekly reflection using prompts to cover a variety of things. So you're not just always saying, I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my home, I'm grateful to have a job. Because although you're grateful for those things, it just becomes like you're not really thinking about it, you're just saying it. You want to try and find new things to get you really thinking and realizing there's so much to be grateful for so this gratitude journal I made I cover all sorts of things I'm like think about music think about great memories think about things that didn't happen to you that you're grateful for you know there's so many things that we can be thinking about every week now I originally designed this for my students and I do give this to my students I have like a tutor group uh, who we see every day it's kind of like homeroom or Um, advisory class I think it's called lots of different things around the world but I use it with them and every week we do it on uh, Fridays every Friday we just summarize what we're grateful for but I have found teachers are doing it as well and I actually had an assistant head buy a a site license of this so she could share it with all the staff at her school to support their well-being as well I mean How incredible is that? And bravo to that assistant head looking out for well-being. Much respect there. But what turned out to be something just for kids, I'm actually using myself 
and I'm finding it really valuable. And I do have a free month sampler of that if you want to check it out. You could just pop to my website, teachersresourceforce.com and there's a little blue button there. You just click that. You'll see when you go there. It all makes sense. And then you can download it. And then you can also focus on the good with some prompts. So what is the actual reason why focusing on the good works? Well, when we focus on the good, we're resetting our mindset. You can't be ungrateful and grateful at the same time. You can't be miserable and grateful. In fact, you can't feel any kind of negative emotion when you're feeling grateful because gratitude is like the antidote to misery. (laughs) You can't feel both. So if you choose to be grateful, and it is a choice, suddenly you can't feel those miserable things. But it is a choice you have to keep making. It takes mindful effort and constant focus until you get into a habit of practicing gratitude every day and make it part of your routine. So I like to do that when I'm driving home at the end of the day, for example. I will just stop and think, because I'm normally absolutely shattered and exhausted and knackered by the end of the day. So at that point, when I'm feeling particularly weak, is when I like to think, okay, what went well today? What am I really happy with? What am I grateful for? And it's just really nice routine to get into. Um, I also sometimes like to do it when I'm trying to give myself a reason to get out of bed in the mornings as well. You know, um, because it's hard to get up out of bed sometimes and think, oh my God, I don't have the energy for this today. But if you quickly chuck some gratitude in there, like, okay, my students are looking forward to seeing me today. They need me to teach them. They need me to show up and do this and prove that we don't just hide away in bed when we don't want to do things. Um, You know, that I'm grateful that I can be that role model for my kids. You know, there's always something to be grateful for. Okay, so before I sum up with my final thoughts, thank you so much for listening and I hope you found this helpful. And if you have any other teacher friends who you think might benefit from this podcast and doing some personal development, please do let them know about it so together we can help more teachers and share each other's journey and help each other through these tough days. If you want to share anything or like your thoughts or you've got questions for me, you can email me at katie at Teachers Resource Force or you can find me on Instagram at Teachers Resource Force as well. So some final words for you today. Teaching is truly a unique, important and special job, but it isn't for everyone. So in order for the right people with the right heart to be doing it, teaching will test you frequently. It's going to test your commitment, your stamina, your passion. And it's up to you to keep turning up every day and doing your best, knowing that it's worth it and that you're making a difference in the lives of so many people. Not everyone can say that about their jobs. So make a conscious effort to remind yourself of A, why you love being a teacher and B, practice being grateful for the amazing moments that happen on a daily or weekly basis at least. If you do choose to share your peak publicly, please use the hashtag peak of my week and tag me in your post. I would love to follow along your journey and cheer you on each week. If you ever find that this feels too much and you don't know whether it's worth it or not, try doing what we talked about today and seek your peak of the week and see what difference it will start making. But be consistent about it, okay? Remember to teach on and teach strong and I'll catch you next time. Bye.